There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragano, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's the OG crew, Stancy and Romaran, checking in on another Thursday in mid-May. Uh, like we were talking about on the pre-show, we had to take a mental health break last week. Hindi lang kami actually. I was checking out a lot of the podcasts and content creators who regularly churn out content. Maraming nag-break last week for obvious reasons and. I'm sure you guys are referencing it then in the comments na it, it's been really tough the last couple of weeks. So we're hanging in there and we're doing the best we can. Uh, I talked about it this is a solo podcast going on deck that para my personal mantra has just been to survive today and then when I wake up tomorrow, survive today ulit. So I don't know how you guys have been coping. Um, Baro, have you been turning to like copium or some form of that? Uh, no una nag-dissociate ako pero not enough to like create uh, a bookkeeper i mean uh, a gift shop employee from london but when the news was coming in uh i just started dissociating and it apparently according to my psychiatrist um it's okay to do that only for a short time like not forever because you still have to get back to reality but it's okay to protect yourself in the moment so now uh i don't know what i'm doing but I'm just trying not to think about it. So uh, I guess there's that. I don't know. It's not like I've removed myself from the situation. But I think I'm appreciating yeah, today. Because today we're still okay. And tomorrow we're still probably going to be okay. And as long as we're okay, then it's a reason to keep going. Yeah, I just went to therapy yesterday. And I, I unloaded into therapy school. And she was telling me about uh, just realigning and reframing my thoughts. And... Uh, thinking about the numbers, na kunwari, out of the 15 million, I'm one out of 15 million. Alam yun? So like, there's strength in numbers, literally. So there's that. And uh, for for those of you who are watching and listening, I hope na you know you do what you need to take care of yourself. Like in my case, it's been seeing friends and having a drink or three with them. You know, being in these safe spaces with the people that you trust. So we hope that everybody's okay. And we hope that um, we continue to be okay in the next days, weeks, months, years, however long this <laughs> circus is going to last. All right? Uh, but of course, we've got some wrestling to talk about. Siyempre, last week, we didn't stream, we podcast. So, babawi tayo. I'm not sure if we can really go through our reactions from WrestleMania Backlash. Maybe if we have time. Because we have a lot to talk about. But first, we got to let you know that it is still a good time to be part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community, lalo na my Double or Nothing in a couple of weekends. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, Double or Nothing is coming up in two Mondays. So uh, if you want to be part of that viewing party and you know be part of an AEW viewing party, because you want to make up for WrestleMania Backlash, all you got to do is uh, support our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You can support us for as low as 250 pesos a month. You get access to our Discord community where we talk sports and other things. Uh, 
other things aside from wrestling as well, uh, where we do the watch parties, get exclusive review content of TV shows. Uh, you get merch that is hopefully coming soon. Uh, our line of merch is uh, up for grabs for free because that is part of the perks of being a patron. So again, yeah, uh, support the podcast, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Para sa mga nakakamiss pala kina Chino and Rowan ASH, just uh, send them some love in the DMs. Rowan is still doing some work for the patron uh, content natin. So he's reviewing SmackDown and MWF Action Novella TV, which uh, just released a new episode yesterday. Meanwhile, si Chino, uh, he's currently down with COVID. He's got the Rona, so go send him some love at Chino Supersized if you want to cheer him up. All right? Okay, um, uh, I'm, I'm reclaiming the color red. Kaya ako nakasasha Banks t-shirt ngayong gabi. I'm just saying na, you know, we, we can start uh, by trying to reclaim some things as our own. Okay, let's talk about Sasha and Naomi. Because that is the hot topic coming out of this week in wrestling. They walked out of Monday Night Raw. And I'm going to read yung statement that was um, posted on WWE.com nung Monday Night Raw nung Tuesday. Uh, and I quote, when Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the Monday in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE Head of Talent Relations John Laurinaitis' office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk, and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they'd had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver, as advertised, tonight's main event. So this is very strange, even though um, it's not the first time that we know Nanaka walk out during an actual WWE show. And before I let uh, Ro chime in here, Na si Jimmy Smith, who is the play-by-play guy on Monday Night Raw, he talked about this on his podcast, and he said this week na totoo like you know, um, for those who for those who are still doubting kung work basha or shoot or whatever, totoo and um even sa nung nakakakuha siya ng instructions from production or from whoever's directing the show, he was just getting updates as the show went along. Now, of course, as you know, I work for who I work for, and out of professional courtesy, that's all I'm gonna say about uh, the matter. All right, so you can't say it, so I will. Uh, first of all, that that statement is bullshit. I work in public relations, and uh, when you have a crisis such as this, obviously the thing to do is to damage control. And um, this is the uh, WWE corporate side. Of course, they're gonna paint uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi as the as the heels here, the real life heels here. But sempre, uh, we shouldn't trust anything that they say because it is corporate spin it will always be corporate spin and uh corporate spin will always self uh, serve the company that is putting it out so here is what i know based on the rumors that have come out so what happened uh, backstage on raw this monday was that they were going to be put in the six-pack challenge for a shot at the uh, raw women's championship Naomi was going to win that match. And to do so, she was going to pin her partner, Sasha Banks. And uh, Naomi would go on to Helena Cell against uh, Bianca Belair. And then eventually, Sasha Banks will get a shot at the SmackDown Women's Championship against uh, Ronda Rousey. And at that point, they were going to end up losing and putting over uh, the two singles champions, even though they themselves are champions in their own right. And they had a problem with that because siempre, uh, if you got an entire women's division on both brands, why would you have to go to the the women's tag team champions to put over uh, the champions, the, the singles champions? Why not pick another uh, woman who isn't really doing anything, build them up, and then have them be the sacrificial lamb, the cannon fodder for the for the singles champions? So you know, problem allegedly. Nina, Sasha, and Naomi. More Sasha than Naomi, and Sasha was just like the, the ringleader of this, where Naomi just followed. And honestly, I am more inclined to believe the performer, all because, uh, you know, 
WWE creative is what it is right now. It is not the best. It is largely uninspired. It's good in some respects where the talents are allowed to put in their uh, their personal efforts, their personal touch. But otherwise, uh, it's not that great. And it's especially not that great for the women's divisions, especially SmackDown for the women's division. So I'm not at all surprised that they would turn to the women's tag team champions and uh, pick them to be the sacrificial lambs just because they couldn't find anyone else. So and I believe that uh, Sasha and Naomi had every right to stand up for themselves, to demand better booking and to be given the respect that their stations as champions, no matter what the WWE thinks of their championships, uh, deserve. So I don't know what else you can say. Um, I believe that uh, they deserve much better as long as they demand to be treated much better. And if you can't deal with that, then you lose them. And I would much rather see Vince McMahon get put in a position where Major Dehadusha just because he couldn't do right by his uh by his talent. So itong situation na to, sobrang kumalat siya uh, all over yung mga news outlets. Some who regularly report on WWE like your Sports Illustrated, your Forbes says, and even outside like even E online has an article about the Sasha Banks and Naomi walkout. So uh you know, th- that's kind of how you know that it is a big deal. Uh, we should also let you know that as of right now, we're recording this on Thursday night. What happened statements in Asasha and Naomi? They've uh, they've gone silent since uh, they walked out of Monday Night Raw. So whatever um, is being reported, na, like Sinabi or Ginawanila, is really a secondhand account. So oh, th- there's oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I have to add, by the way, then there are also backstage reports of what the rest of the roster thinks. And apparently they don't feel any sympathy for Sasha and Naomi because they felt like they threw away a guaranteed spot at the top of the or near the top of the paper or the premium live event card in Hell in a Cell just because they wanted to be treated better. And uh, again, uh, if you feel you deserve better at work, then it's all up to you to you know make that happen and to demand that to be made happen. Um, it's kind of sad to see the rest of the roster kind of normalize and justify how lukewarm, just to say you know, to say the least, WWE creative is being. Parang uh, okay kanila that WWE creative on the main roster isn't as good as it could be. Uh, people get treated as badly as they could. Uh, the, the women's tag team champions don't really mean anything. Tag team championships don't really mean anything. And uh, see Sasha and Naomi pa yung ungrateful for uh, standing up for themselves. Yeah, so yeah, everything we've been hearing, yung mga nire-report din ni SRS, lahat yan, puro second-hand. Kasi, uh, yung ano, ano mo, sorry, siyempre, understandable din, di ba? Like, even if you're working for the company, nasa loob ka, tapos uh, nagkwento ka kay SRS or Mike Johnson or whoever other journalist, uh, you wouldn't want your name to be printed din. Kasi baka mamaya ikaw naman yung ma-delix, uh, ma- ma- di ba? So, understandable to to an extent. Um... Mm, oh, has this happened before? Yeah, to a degree it has. 20 years ago, Stone Cold Steve Austin did walk out of WWE. And Stone Cold has been open about this himself. And it was because of a lot of things. Among them, he wasn't happy that he was put in a program with Scott Hall for WrestleMania 18. And then the straw that broke the camel's back was that he was put uh, in a story. He, he was supposed to lose to Brock Lesnar on TV without a story. At the time, Brock was a rookie. And Stone Cold was about a year away from retiring. So Stone Cold didn't like that. He walked out and it took a while before he patched things up with WWE and eventually got back on TV. Yeah, the fact that this happened already almost 20 years ago to the day. Uh, To Stone Cold, of all people, goes to show you that uh, there really is something wrong with WWE creative a lot of the time. I won't say, you know, the very top, but as a whole, in general, it's not a good thing, and they've always managed to get by on doing other things right. But 
there is a history of you know doing it wrong and i guess the issue still hasn't been fixed and you can be stone cold steve austin stone cold fucking steve austin and you can still get treated wrong right? so um it goes to show you talaga, that um this isn't new it's just that very uh the people who uh stand up for themselves don't come along very often you got stone cold you got cm punk now you got sasha and naomi yeah uh so yun, um kayo, uh those of you watching on the live stream if you're listening on the audio only version let us know what you think at wrestling to expot or leave it in the comments dito sa live stream um you know we we've said all that we can say i'm sure if rowan and chino were here they would probably have their own input as well so you can hit them up as well at monday night rowan and at Chino Supersized. Uh, well, for wait, now, wait, though, we're gonna... before, oh, yes, before, yes. Yeah, before you move on, I want to answer my boy Jola here. Why don't they learn from their mistakes? Well, because they make money. Uh, as long as you're making the kind of money you're making as a company, uh, you're not going to be asked to change. Uh, that's what I forgot to mention. Thank you for bringing this up. Uh, at the end of the day, nothing is going to change. Like, as much as I applaud Sasha and Naomi for standing up for themselves, um, the money is still being made. WWE is still like the number one wrestling company in the whole world. And nothing is going to derail that unless the wrestlers themselves somehow organize and unionize. So that's why they don't learn from their mistakes. So there's no reason. There's no incentive to learn from their mistakes. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about MJF and how he's reportedly leaning towards leaving AEW in a couple of years. We're also talking about Rhea Ripley joining the Judgment Day and the Alexa Bliss return. That's all coming up after this quick reminder about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. Yep. Uh, well, we're about to have another sale soon, but I'm sure uh, for anything that you want and need, you can still get it at Lazada because hashtag Nasa Lazada. And all you got to do to support the podcast with your online shopping is to use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash letters IAM. Type that in a mobile browser, add to cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Uh, saying hello to everyone who is tuned in to us on Kumu right now. Uh, saying hey to Laika underscore Ronim for following. Thank you so much. Maraming salamat for following. Maraming salamat to everyone who has dropped by and uh, is watching us or listening to us talk about wrestling. Maraming pag-uusapan tonight. Uh, EJ underscore, thank you for leaving the message and saying to follow the host. Thank you. Please follow us here on Kumu para malaman nyo when we go live. Uh, that's it for now. Our usuals on Kumu have not appeared yet. So I'm hoping Sinoskamageddon and Co. will join us tonight. Uh, just keep smashing those hearts and let everyone know that you like to listen to Wrestling Talk on, uh, on Kumu. All right. Let's talk about MJF because he is reportedly leaning towards signing with WWE when his AEW contract expires in 2024. So it's a Forbes, which does have a wrestling columnist. Uh, even in 2022. Uh, but a wrestling columnist that nobody likes. <laughs> si Alfred yes. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ang nagsulat nito si Blake Ostricher. Okay. Not sure if I pronounce his name correctly. Anyway, 
uh, he quoted the report ni Sean Rossap on Fightful Select, which says na MJF is reportedly not satisfied with his current contract mm-hmm. sa AEW. So it sounds like it's a money issue. He probably wants a raise. Not sure how uh, how that's going to be resolved um, since he is still locked up with AEW for the next couple of years. But there's also a report that uh, my um, counting heat from AEW after he talked to Ariel Helwani early, earlier this year and revealed some details, which is what we're talking about now. Yeah, uh, he got into a big argument with Tony Khan over that interview. So that's pretty huge. Uh he also, yes, you're right. He also wants more money. Uh, he wants to have a raise now, despite not signing a new contract, and uh, the ability to explore free agency in 2024 when his current deal expires. So, Medjo, he wants to have his cake and eat it too. I mean, yes, he's getting popular. Uh, he's big. He is a big star for AEW. He could be considered a, a needle mover, I think, for AEW. Pero, uh, the rumors are, are the the feeling there is that if he wants more money, he should sign a new deal. Because it's naman. Parang ang unfair naman if you get the money and then you leave anyway in two years. So that you should you know sign a new contract like any like any athlete uh, does with their team. Yeah, kasi yung kontrata naman ng wrestlers or ng athletes in general, de ba? Hindi siya parang kunwari nasa office job ka. Like if you, let's say you have a corporate job and you feel like you deserve a raise, but you go knock on your boss's door, you negotiate for a raise, and then kung nag-agree kayo sa terms, the by next payday it'll take effect na. And for athletes who sign these multi-year contracts with the leagues or with the teams that they're a part of, that's just not the case. Because normally it's like, for example, uh, a one million dollar deal for the next two years. So set na yan na may set amount kang matatanggap every month. For the duration of your contract. So that's what Ro means when he says na parang unfair kasi he wants the raise now and he also wants the ability to explore free agency when that contract expires in 2024. Yeah, uh, Tony Khan has said apparently that he is open to giving MJF the money he wants and as long as he signs a new contract. Diba? So you know, if you believe in the AEW product that much, then go for it. I mean... I, I don't want to see MJF in WWE. Not because he doesn't deserve it, but because uh, he could get ruined. Although the uh, the treatment of Cody right now says otherwise, but not everybody can be Cody. But at the same time, not everyone can be MJF as well. Yeah, not everyone can be AJ Styles, right? So, like, for every argument that you bring up now, oh, you know, this person and that person, you can always bring up, like, the Cody's and the AJ Styles's. To an extent, I guess, the Shinsuke Nakamura's of the world, now, you know, they get to retain their name, their general presentation, and how, you know, how they're, they're booked once they're in WWE. Jolo is asking in the comments, how can MJF stand out uh, alongside other heat magnets like Theory, The Miz, and Grayson Waller? I don't think I don't think he is not better than any of those guys. Like uh the only thing Miz has over him is Miz can modulate the bell. But uh, Austin Theory, uh not that much of a heat magnet. He's just annoying. Grayson Waller, lang siya. But uh he's also just annoying, but MJF, you know, is really sharp with being annoying and uh if you give him some freedom to do what he to say whatever he wants to say, then that's how he can be uh, a good asset for Monday Night Raw, diba? That's if they're willing to have him be off the off the hook, off the leash. Diba? Yeah, I am just, I guess, pleasantly surprised that we live in a world where a wrestler can openly say, "I want to explore free agency," because like in the NBA, diba, if you follow basketball. Parang commonplace na siya, especially in the player empowerment era. But in in this sport, in this industry, uh, you know, with AEW approaching year three, parang ngayon lang natin talaga realize na oh nga, no, the idea of free agency in wrestling is now really getting kicked into high gear. Um, kind of like how it was, I guess, during the Monday Night Wars, which niko na manabutan. Yeah, um, I like it because, siempre, um, it's real and. It doesn't pretend that it doesn't exist. Right? So 
I actually like that about MJF that he doesn't pretend that it doesn't exist. So, um, we're not insulting intelligence natin as fans. And WWE is the only thing, the only organization that tries to pretend that anything else doesn't exist anyway. So, hopefully, they get rid of that because it it's just stupid. It's just stupid to not acknowledge that AW isn't there, deba. Right? So. Uh, good for them. Good for MJF, and I hope that more people can threat or you know leverage free agency. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the word I was going to use as well. Leverage free agency to uh, better their situations. About to get that bag. So there. Let us know in the comment section if you want to see MJF actually explore free agency and even maybe even cross over to WWE when his contract expires. In the meantime, let's talk about SmackDown. There's a report that came out this week that Madcap Moss is likely going to get repackaged probably after this feud with Happy Corbin. What do you think about this? I think it's uh, for a few weeks. Uh, it's still going to be part of the feud with Happy Corbin. Uh, Corbin writ- wrote him off with the, with, the, with the shot of the statue, right? Mm. So, uh, uh, I don't think the Madcap Moss was built to last any... The, the Madcap Moss character was built to last anyway. He's getting over with his wrestling. So um, it's time for him to be more serious and to be an actual character, right? So uh, I'm sure that when that happens, more people are going to get more behind him. Yeah, uh, I think if he comes back, he's probably going to get uh, to use the Riddick Moss name again. Because that's the name that he used before he became Madcap Moss. So that should be interesting. Uh, but in line with this, I want to talk about Elias and Ezekiel, because I read the review Moro on Patreon, and uh, apparently you have a lot of good things to say about Ezekiel and this current character. Yeah, uh, Ezekiel is really great, guys. Uh, I don't know what everyone else feels about Ezekiel, but once you get past yung, I, the, the introductory program in which he is trying to be Elias's older, younger brother, uh, it's really good because you can tell that the guy, to Jeffrey Shulo, Jeff, close to me, uh, <laughs> he really enjoys being Ezekiel because he gets to be a regular wrestler after the whole drifter thing, after the whole um, guitarist, acoustic folk singer thing. He gets to be a wrestler with a better ceiling. And I wouldn't be surprised if he writes the Ezekiel character to better singles glory. Like I would, like if you seriously push him, I wouldn't see. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to be a main eventer because hey, he's got the look. He can wrestle. He can wrestle like a regular wrestler, uh, like a '90s wrestler. He looks like a '90s wrestler, and uh, he looks like very much a Vince guy now that he got rid of the trappings of Elias. I'm gonna admit now when I first saw Ezekiel, I was like. Parang ano to, parang medyo olets oh, But as the Kevin Owens storyline got fleshed out, the silliness is just so funny to me. Like nakatawa how Kevin Owens is being made to look really stupid, and like everyone is in on the joke except Kevin Owens and maybe Alpha Academy. And like that's the that's the funny thing about it. And um, I I, I don't know how Ezekiel moves forward from here. Like what he needs to do para maging world championship caliber or whatever. Uh, but like right now, as we see it on Monday Night Raw, the Ezekiel gimmick is pretty funny and entertaining. I think uh, the Ezekiel thing is going to last for a little while longer. And then they're going to admit, nah, okay, I am Elias. And sana they flesh out this whole story where I changed my identity because, you know, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be the drifter, the, the singer, songwriter anymore. Uh, Elias is dead. I killed it. Uh, can't come to the phone right now. So, uh, you know, there is a ready-made out for this because uh, it's wrestling. You can explain anything in wrestling as long as you put the effort into explaining it. So, oh, Rey Mysterio second eye now, Exactly. So, uh, once you get that out of the way, then there's nothing really limiting the Ezekiel character. Yeah, and it's... It, it's silly enough for people in the live audiences to also just play along. Like, you, you see the crowd reactions, it's like they're Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone, I, it's, it's a good thing. I, I am pleasantly surprised at how over organically that they managed to get Ezekiel. 
Yeah, there are some things, and it's it's not just in wrestling; it's in entertainment in general. Nah, it it's just so off the wall. Nah, it actually works, and I guess the Ezekiel thing is one of those things. And whoever wrote this probably deserves a pat on the back. Oh, uh, I hope I hope Ezekiel came up with it because he deserves he deserves a push. I think uh, with the work he's putting in now, I think uh, you can tell that again. He's he is kind of rejuvenated by the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So much deserved for Mr. Shulo. Next up, let's talk about the tag team unification match or the championship unification match, which is already set for SmackDown this weekend. So it's RK Bro and the Usos. But last time we talked about this here on the podcast, um, the plan reportedly is still for the championships to remain separate from one another. Yeah, uh, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, are, are we going to see a Randy Orton heel turn? Uh, although that would mean, it, but they're supposedly gonna be split up, then. Yeah, but that would mean that the Usos would win. So, but uh, that's not the result they want, right? So they wanted to keep the they wanted to keep the the tag team championship separate. So I am not sure how this is gonna go down. Uh, they've obviously got a screwy finish planned for this, and uh, yeah, for those who wanted uh, a tag team unification. Which I think Rowan did. Uh, you're not <laughs> gonna get it. Sorry, and Sorry, it's Rowan. okay. It's okay. I'm actually more intrigued with a possible Riddle and Roman Reigns feud. Just after Riddle hit Roman with the final flash on uh, on SmackDown. Yeah, uh, Roman is out of challengers, and we'll talk about this in in, in a bit. But I did like that. Uh, it is time for some fresh blood. Uh, Riddle has proven himself, Nidnaman. Um, he we we know he can go as a singles wrestler. That's what he originally is, and I want to see that happen. Yeah, Riddle versus Roman Reigns, I think, would be a great premium live event title defense. Um, not sure if that's ever going to happen at all. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, like Ro mentioned, stick around for the audio only version when it goes up on Spotify tomorrow, as we discuss Roman Reigns and what we've read about his status right now and what his status might be going forward. For now, though, let's go over to Raw at all overdue because of last week's events. Rhea Ripley has now joined the Judgment Day. So Edge's stable is growing larger by the week. It's now him, Damien Priest, and Rhea Ripley. And now, um, isn't she going by another name? Dina the Nightmare, right? Like the Eradicator or something. Yeah, yeah, the Eradicator. Um, okay, fine. Uh, you, know what, you know what I feel about the Judgment Day? Uh, still not clicking for me. I uh, don't know why, but... At least these two guys, these two wrestlers are being put over. Yeah. Um, didn't Edge got a haircut right after WrestleMania backlash. So nagulat din ako na he's gone back to looking like his 2012 self when he was guest starring on Haven. Yeah, this is much better. Um, the the long hair wasn't aging well. I think like uh, it was getting dry. It was getting brittle. It wasn't like the mid 2000s edge, which was really, really good looking. So I'm gonna and book And this is much, this is much better. This is a much better look. And conditioner No, no, I, I doubt that. I seriously doubt that. When you're married and you're not using conditioner, no way. Uh, but yeah, this is a much better look. It shows at least that he's committed to uh, making it work, to to uh, overhauling his entire presentation. Just to uh, really sell the heel turn, so all right, go for it. Edge also posted a, uh, a photo of Tommaso Ciampa on Twitter, so I guess he's teasing that Ciampa is the next member of the Judgment Day. Don't know why he would surprise. Uh, he would spoil the surprise though, which is, uh, I mean, I, Dico gets. I, wouldn't that be another uh, ace in the hole for them? Ace up their sleeve. What if he needs Champa next in line? Like, what yeah. if he did that as a red herring? It's possible. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know who else they would put other than Champa. Remember when the Hurt Business turned Cedric Alexander against Sina Ricochet and Mustafa Ali? What if yeah. it's like AJ or Finn, or or what if it's Finn? Sige. No, I don't. I don't think so. Because uh, the the group doesn't need another veteran. I think it's going really well. With Edge as the figurehead veteran, tapos uh, the other guys are quote unquote younger, because uh, Damon Priest and Champa aren't really young at this yeah. point. 
So yeah. Sabi ni Aaron Mustafa Ali, what if he's the fourth guy? Uh I don't think so because Vince was recently turning and returning other people because he feels like some of them were miscast, diba. So uh after doing that, I wouldn't I don't know why he would uh turn Ali heel, especially after finding out he was much better as a face. Yeah, para mas natural na baby face si Ali eh, as opposed to a heel. I mean, we saw what he did with retribution. It wasn't bad, bad, but you know, I, I think he's way better off as an underdog babyface who's really just chasing after the United States Championship. Let's talk about Alexa Bliss this time. Um, this happened last week then. Uh, she came back on Raw. She's defeated Sonya Deville twice in a row. Sonya Deville is not an authority figure anymore. And what do you guys think about this hybrid gimmick for Alexa where the music is kind normal, pop-punkish. It's a new theme. And then yung presentation, niya, the outfit, the mannerism seem to be a combination of everything she's done since she debuted on the main roster. And then she still has Lily on the side. Okay lang ako with it kasi it was explained with the whole therapy segment. So if you were paying attention to that, then you would know that um, this was really her. This is really where they left her. And uh, they explained that. So they at least put in the effort of explaining that. But now uh, they're not really giving her opportunities to talk. So I don't know. I don't know what she's all about right now. I don't know what her motivation is. Why uh, she's just being trotted out as a plot device for Sonya Deville, diba? So, sayang yeah. I mean, there could be more being done with this. And again, goes to show you how stretched thin uh, WWE creative is, diba? With with the women. I'm frankly surprised that Alexa wasn't immediately in the women's championship picture. Like for some reason, uh, it was just Asuka and Becky Lynch. That's the main event of Raw that we got this week. And then before the walkout happened, that bad six-pack challenge, uh, Becky, Asuka, Nikki, Dewdrop, Sasha, and Naomi, I would have expected Alexa to be part of that equation somehow. Yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't that have been the case? But why not put Alexa and Sonya in the six-pack challenge? Like, There's nothing wrong with that. Instead, they had to go for the women's tag team champions, right? So yun yung yun yung dahilan kung bakit sila nagwalkout. Yeah, uh, kind of weird, but you know, every time I I see Alexa Bliss on my TV, I'm happy. So it's nice to see Miss Bliss back. Um, I wonder if if we'll ever get an Alexa Bliss character who comes out to a Ryan Cabrera song. Uh I don't know what Ryan Cabrera song would be would fit wrestling anyway. I'm gonna watch an embargo or some shit. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> like some original song from Ryan Cabrera. Uh, also, this week on Raw, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins uh, got into another promo battle, and it looks like they're headed towards Hell in a Cell. And uh, this is one of those rare Hell in a Cell matches or stories where nakita natin yung progression na, okay, we're gonna get to the cell. That's, that's great. Hindi siya parang, okay, it's Hell in a Cell season. Boom, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, uh, I actually hope that this is the only Hell in a Cell match that they do for the show. Like, I don't want to see a women's Hell in a Cell match. Um, it doesn't need it. And this was... Charlotte Ronda, only... No, come on. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte's getting married. So, it's not And um, they lined up perfectly the, the start of the feud from WrestleMania and then the end of the feud at Hell in a Cell. So... Uh, they didn't have to force anything. They didn't have to force the issue. And I really appreciate that. So uh, that's why I feel like it should be the only Hell in a Cell match on the show. And also got to give props to Cody for doing a really great really great promo on Raw. Uh, you can tell that his uh, overproduced, um, overproduced promo gimmick really works. When it's in within the restraints, the creative restraints of a WWE um, production, diba? so you don't have, you don't see Cody throwing weird shots at the competition, uh, weird insider shots that only a few people on the internet will get. It's all about Seth Rollins, his opponent, and it's all about uh, what happened within the story. So I really appreciated that from him. Agree, agree. Um, Roman J brought up the Cody countdown. What did you think of that? 
Uh, uh, it's marketing. So if people are tuned in to watch Cody, then uh, okay lang na make hype for that. Well, it would have been a problem if they counted down to Cody and then ni pala si Cody yung lumabas, So that's, ano, uh, that's, that's, that would be the problematic part. But they actually stuck to it. There wasn't no bait and switch. And it actually delivered. Yeah, like at 10 a.m. Manila time, boom, lumabas talaga si Cody. So there was that. Emil says that the Hell in a Cell match should have more stakes. Sana raw number one contenders match for one of Roman's championships. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. Uh, I hope that they somehow turn it into a number one contendership match. But uh, it's one of those old school feuds where you just do it for the blood feud. So um, even if it doesn't become a contendership match, I would be okay with it. Because I, I, I think they built up this match uh, enough. And I guess Roman J is right. Cody's going to win this 3-0. I guess, yeah. I mean... I don't think my mawawala kay Seth necessarily because Seth yeah. is a made man. I agree. Uh ko naman, you know, Seth has been winning enough for him to not really lose when he loses. So, yeah. so yeah, that, that Cody have his wins. Yeah, why, why not? I mean, he just returned last month, diba? Uh Since we're talking about Cody, I just want to bring up this thing that happened at the UP bonfire over the weekend. So I met this guy, uh, Joe Washa, ng friend ko. And then my friend introduced the Joa to me and said, oh, this is Stan, my friend. He works for WWE. And then the guy, uh, the first thing he says is, oh, I used to watch wrestling nung bata pa ako. And then like a minute later, he says, oh, oh AEW, si Cody, uh, he just moved back to WWE, right? And I don't know if you guys ever encountered this. Like kayo, people in the comments or ikaw, Ro, na, you know, people say, they find out that you're, you're still into wrestling, that you talk about it, you podcast about it. And then they go, I used to watch that nung bata pa ako. Then they bring up something current, like they're still in the closet about it. And I'm like, dude, far be it from me to be the one to shame you. Like, please, uh, be forthcoming about your wrestling fandom. No, uh, people have been pretty upfront. Like uh, like Jolo here in the comments. Um, when we met, uh, he actually told me that he still watches. So I actually appreciated that he would talk to me about what was going, what was currently going on? So, uh, I've been fortunate, I guess, for people to not <laughs> have been ashamed. That. Yeah, to not have been ashamed, diba? Yeah, I, I, I just wish that when people meet us, like even kayo, mga listeners, mga viewers natin, they find out you're a wrestling fan. I think that's enough license to really just come out with your fandom and just celebrate it. Because eto nga, you found someone who's kind of like you. You found your tribe. You found your people. So you know, be be open about your fandom. There's nothing wrong with watching wrestling in 2022, even if you're like 32 years old or older. Just ask Chino. Right? All right. Uh, okay. Uh, we've got some AEW stuff to talk about. We've got the Jokers lined up and the big five-on-five that they are teasing for double or nothing in a couple of Mondays. But first, we're going to take a break and let you know how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. Yep. All you got to do to support the podcast while shopping on Shopee is to use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash letter W, the number 9 and the letter X. Type that in mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. May shout out to Kumu. Yeah, just saying hey to Kas, Kas, Kasa, Kasa for sending a scramble. Maraming salamat for everyone thank you, who thank sent you. a scramble. Thank you for that. Uh, again, thank you all for tuning in and listening to our wrestling talk. Sorry you couldn't get two shout outs. Because we, um, we don't shout out every now and then. Uh, only during breaks. So thank you again for tuning in on wrestling talk to wrestling talk on Kumu. And keep smashing those hearts to let everybody know that you like to hear this talk on Kumu. Sabi ni Roman J na WWE Shop is thinking daw about selling yung co- temporary Cody tattoos. And the people in the comments are like, yes, uh, let, let's have those Cody temporary tattoos. <laughs> I dare you to, to put it in your neck and go to work. <laughs> Since return to office, we're going to have to do Or we're going Try nyo. Try nyo lang. Tingnan natin kung anong, anong gagawin ng, ng workplaces nyo. When you walk in with a Cody tattoo on your neck. Sabi ni Julian, magpapakita na yung mga fans. Papakita na kung saan yung tamang spot for the tattoo. 
I don't think it's about the spot, Julian. <laughs> no, it is about the spot. It's about uh, no. I want you guys to do as Cody does and uh, be as bold as he is. Because ang tapang ne, tapang ne to walk in to any, any place. Yeah, exactly. I want to see you guys do it too. <laughs> Uh, thank you, by the way, to our listeners in the comments who have been sharing stories about how they've met people uh, um, you're just, by being a wrestling fan, wearing wrestling t-shirts, and how uh, that's led to some beautiful conversations and connections. So good for you guys. Now, good new experiences. Now. Let's talk about AEW now, and let's start with the Jokers. So they promised that we would get these Jokers on this week's episode. And for the men, it happened to be Johnny Elite straight from the Multiverse of Madness and Maki Ito for the women's division. So I I, um, I, I do love Maki Ito, but I'm biased ako for Johnny Elite. That's my guy right there. Really popped for him coming out and facing Samoa Joe. Yeah, the Jokers were... Uh, uh, surprise to the guy. Just to, just to make the just to make the uh to make the tournament interesting. But I haven't seen a Johnny Elite as all elite graphic yet, so I'm not sure he's signed. I think he's just there uh, as a um, nice cameo in the multiverse of madness. Uh I guess okay lang din kasi there is nowhere to slot somebody like Johnny Elite here in AEW. So I don't really mind him not being a full-time AEW member. Okay lang yeah. yan. Uh, Maki Ito, though, I felt like it was a huge waste that she just jobbed to uh, to Britt Baker in a quick match. Um, she is really over, and parang I, I would have wanted her to get a lot more fanfare than that. And I don't know kasi where she's going to end up after this. Um, are we going to see her in the coming weeks in AW? Because if not, then what a huge waste of uh, of a trans and trans Pacific flight, diba? Yeah, um, I was watching that match, Yumaki Ito versus Britt Baker, and she's really good, uh, especially now that there's a live audience. Because I think the last time that we saw Maki Ito in AEW, uh, medyo wala pang fans nun at Bailey's place, and uh, she really knows how to get American fans to cheer for her. I mean, you know, the middle finger transcends languages and boundaries, but just the way that she acts, the way she carries herself, uh, there's something about it. Now, you don't really need to use actual words, and she's able to, to tell a story nonetheless. So I really appreciate that about her. Um, yeah. The AEW Women's Division is already lagging when it comes to the male counterparts. About. And yep. I just wish that they gave it a shot in the arm. Because I would have appreciated something new. Um, uh, like Neil here in the co- in chat, uh, I'm also kind of done with Brit. I don't think she is the needle moving female star that they have. Although she's really over with the AW crowd, um, I feel like she is so kind of underbaked. And I would have I I am much more interested in the other women that they imported from wherever. Mm-hmm. With Johnny Elite, not not lang ako na. JR on commentary said, "Now, oh, this young man, blah, blah, blah. like he's been doing this for twenty years. He, he, Johnny, he's forty-two this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I say, you know, uh, I, I kind of get it where JR is coming from, but you're right, he is not a young man anymore. Uh, to go to young man, <laughs> say he hasn't been a main eventer since Lucha Underground or since Impact Wrestling, deba." Yeah, or maybe young man, because you know Jr. is in his seventies. So right. to him, like all of these guys are young men technically, or younger men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neil is asking who were our Joker guesses. Mine was Miro, actually. Mine was Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro was uh, who I wanted to be the male Joker. You female Joker, I didn't really have an idea. Like I, I was way, I was more open to being surprised there. Ako wala akong female joker because um, we know what AEW's track record is with their women's division. Yeah. So parang, eh. You know. Yeah, uh, I do want to see them get Mercedes KV, diba? So that would be nice. One day. Someday soon. Maybe soon. Diba? Julian's asking if the Brian Danielson injury from Rampage's taping will be discussed. We, we don't know eh, the extent of the injury. All we know is that he's yung paanya. 
between the edge of the ring and the ramp. So I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter just a few hours ago, but coming out of the Rampage tapings, it appeared that Brian Danielson did suffer an injury nung naipit yung panya. Yeah, that was weird because I, I saw I saw the the, the setup and without a gap, so I don't know why it's gap. That is extremely strange because it was pretty close, and uh, I don't know how it would have moved enough for Brian to trip and fall in there. Yeah, di di natin alam. So we'll just have to wait for Rampage this this weekend. Uh, Roman J is asking, "Bakit si Eddie Kingston magaling na from the fireball, pero si Julia Hart ang tagal na may eye patch parin?" Because the fireball is just uh, a fireball. It's like it's physical fire, but the the weird supernatural mist that uh, Malachi Black spit is supernatural. So ibayon. Gusto ko na wrestling... mo talaga explain. No, I was just gonna no, say because uh, wrestling. Wrestling logic, diba? I mean, like. <laughs> Must supernatural. I mean, the 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 fireball was just flash paper. Uh, that's the whole conceit of the wizard gimmick. Yeah, the wizard Chris Jericho. Jeez. Speaking of Chris Jericho, so AWT is a five on five for double or nothing, which looks like you know magiging direction for them. So it is the Blackpool Combat Club minus Wheeler Yuda because he's in Japan for BOSJ, plus Proud and Powerful, plus Eddie Kingston. Versus the Jericho Appreciation Society in, I don't know what type of match this is because he's saying Mox, He's not doing the stadium stampede. I think it's just five on five na no DQ. So I think it's gonna be one big mess. Like Pardagulan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many moving parts. Um, yun yung in agree nila. I think Jericho agreed to it. So yeah, it's gonna be uh, a tornado. I I don't know if it's a tornado, but I know that it's gonna be violent. Yeah. Uh, wala pa eh. Wala pang in-announce na format or match type. So we'll probably get that to go home show ng Dynamite next week. But I love the promo exchange between uh, Jericho and Regal today. Lots of good tidbits like um, Jericho uh, referencing him pissing in William Regal's tea. William Regal talking about, you know, sticking up his, sticking toothbrushes up his ass to, you know, fuck with you know, Jericho and Daniel Garcia. Really, really funny stuff. Yeah, uh, that that regal thing was. I, know, I did not expect that. I I did not know where it was going, and uh, <laughs> it amused me to no end. But uh, yeah, it was pretty fun and cool. Lang lang sa akin yung setup because all of a sudden last week Blackpool Combat Club are showing up in defense of Proud and Powerful and uh, Eddie Kingston, right? So that's super weird. I would have appreciated a segment in which. Kingston called up Mox for backup, diba? So, kulang sila ng isang, uh, ng isang story beat there. And it's just one of those things that we cannot keep the, uh, letting uh, Tony Khan get away with, diba? So, hold him accountable to that stuff. Make him tell the story. Yeah, AEW is kind of, is kind of prone to doing this stuff. Nah, they'll assume that you watched this show or that show. Lalo na before, like when Dark and Elevation were new, like, TK really assumed that we all had time for Dark and for Elevation. So he would push storylines over there, then carry them over to the main shows and expect that you kept along all this time. And uh, got weird because it's ng beat. So with, with this one, I think he expected us to all connect Mox and Kingston together because they have that history. But it has been some time since Mox and King teamed up together. Yeah, uh... No, it wasn't just that because it's easy to make that connection. But uh, you can tell that the Blackpool, Com- the Blackpool Combat Club had their own thing and they were kind of drifting along week to week. And then all of a sudden they get into this, uh, they, they insert themselves in this story. So give them a reason or give them the setup for inserting themselves in the story and explain yeah. it. Medyo nahuli si TK dito eh, na, oh, Double or Nothing's coming up. Wala pang ganap yung Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, let's give them a story heading into Double or Nothing. Yeah, diba? So, uh, they, they really, or he really missed uh, on that. Kasi, we, eagle-eyed observers will, will tell you that this is a little too random. No, Jolo, I don't think BCC were meant to be heels. I think if anything, si Brian lang heel at Jace at this point. No, they're I, really uh, baby faces. Uh, yeah, um, when they got together, Brian was being a dick. And then when they got together, uh, he stopped being a dick because uh, 
the the entire team just turned face because yeah. uh, they were we only being they were, they were only being a dick to Yuda because they wanted to haze him and then he joined and then uh, they started fighting heels other heels so that's you know that's what happened so Mejumagurusa yes now that I put it that way but yeah. they were always faces yeah. Medyo magulo rin heading to Double or Nothing considering that it's their anniversary show. So I guess it's kind of like their WrestleMania. Um, the only sure matches we really have are the world title match, women's title match, and then yung uh, Owen Cup finals ng men's and women's. Other than And then probably yung three-way for the tag team championships. Which gano lang, parang dineclare lang nila this week on Dynamite, di ba? Christian just laid out the challenge on behalf of uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And suddenly... Uh, Keith and Swerve, who are the number five ranked team, are in a tag team championship match automatically. It, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, oh, you can tell again, uh, I've said this so many times that Tony Khan is, you know, straining under the weight of um, writing everything. And now, Inyan, sabi mo nga, uh, Double or Nothing is coming up. And he did not apparently plan long term for the pay-per-view except for uh stuff like hangman versus cm punk right? yeah weird lang weird lang considering that it's your anniversary show it's your wrestlemania equivalent so okay so for the audio only part of this week's episode we did say we're going to talk about roman reigns and right before we hit record we did mention that there were um rumors and innuendo about roman reigns supposedly taking time off the first inkling we got of this was at a live event in New Jersey right before WrestleMania Backlash where Roman Reigns cut a promo, uh, not in character, and it was recorded by somebody in the audience that uh, Roman was just thanking the fans and saying that he really uh, appreciates what, what, what they've done for him and for his career and that he's really going to miss this. So and people are like, oh, what's happening with Roman Reigns? And then after that, there were rumors that came out that Roman supposedly taking time off in the summer. So dito rin pumasok yung rumors na, okay, so he's going to drop the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And as of eight hours ago, on Thursday night, na nagre-record tayo, uh, Roman Reigns has been announced for multiple July and August TV dates for WWE, and that's the summer. So it means na Roman is not taking time off. Yeah, uh, a lot of conflicting reports on this one. I was ready to say that he was uh, not scheduled for anything except for uh, not head on sale, but Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. So I guess he's only taking next month off. I think from now and until next month, I think that's his vacation, which is lang because if they are not planning to um, take the championships off of him, then I do think that he needs to stick around. I mean, like, he does deserve a vacation, yes, but... Uh, he does need to stick around if he is not losing. Yeah. Um, you mga reports, like right before we read this most recent update, the reports that we read were that Roman was removed for, from advertising for a lot of the summer shows. So people were saying, uh, oh, is he going to be working a schedule like Brock Lesnar does? Or is he slowing down a bit? Di ba siya house shows? So what's really going on here? So it's kind of uh, surprising that just today in announced now, oh, he's actually going to be on the road with WWE for July and August. Yeah. Um, people are saying, though, that he is Hollywood bound. I do think that's not that's not wrong, but maybe not yet. Um, I don't know because he's got uh, at least a year more of this run left in him before he can you know, fly off to Hollywood and live a better life, an easier life. Yeah, I think that Roman Reigns isn't going to bolt for Hollywood until he gets the Roman Rock match at WrestleMania 39. I think yun pa rin yung pinaka punot dulo nito eh. Although I am not sure how long you can sustain this uh, until then. Although, I mean, it's nice to still be championed by then, to have a really long historic reign. But I don't think at this point you need the UU championship to have a big Rock match, diba? Uh, let him lose to Cody, I guess. Lose the WWE Championship to Cody, then hold the Universal Championship until The Rock or something. I don't know. But you're right, yeah. Um, now that I think about it, Roman and The Rock doesn't need a title. Yeah. Although, I don't know what the... Yeah, Sana, one of the championships gets 
put on the line. I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't know how they're going to go about it. But it's wrestling, so you can explain anything if you really want to. So I guess it could happen. I mean, it's not impossible for it to happen. So yeah, Cody should be the guy at this point. I'm convinced that there is no one else for the job other than Cody. And and then keep the champion, the other championship, the universal championship, whichever. Keep it until WrestleMania next year. Yeah, uh, why not? So again, ulitin lang namin. We're just uh, speculating based on what we've read. Mga rumors na Roman Reigns is taking time off or as we've seen just today na he is being advertised for all of these states in the US and in Canada since WWE is going to be going back on the road. So, yun. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next three months as it pertains to the Tribal Chief. Anyway, uh, let's get to our picks of the week, shall we? You want to start? Yeah. Okay, uh, I kind of have two picks. Okay, lang naman kasi tayong dalawa lang naman. Uh, sure. They both involve the same guy. One is Robbie Eagles versus Wheeler Utah from last Tuesday's uh, Best of the Super Juniors uh, show, Block B show. Uh, Wheeler, because I'm a Wheeler Utah guy, and Robbie, because he's our guy, and they really had a good match. And this is the kind of match I wanted to see from Wheeler, and they brought it out of him. Tapos the other Wheeler Utah match I wanted to pick was from this week's Dark, Dark, not Dark Elevation, Dark. Wheeler Utah versus Josh Woods for the ROH Pure Championship. So it's always good when you see something different. Um, when you see something different and uh, stand, something that stands out from how the matches are usually wrestled. All right. So, so yeah, I'll pick two then. Um, my first pick is the Creed Brothers versus the Viking Raiders from NXT. That was a really fun match. And it did advance the storyline ng ano, Creed Brothers. Now that Damon Kemp is getting involved na rin with the Diamond Mine and uh, there is that tension between the Creeds and Roddy. So that was really fun. And uh, my actual pick is the Loser Leaves NXT UK match between Jordan Devlin and Ilya Dragunov. So um, I didn't expect Jordan Devlin and Ilya Dragunov to have this much chemistry, but something about their, their styles just meshes well together. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Jordan Devlin, but I, I love me some Ilya Dragunov. And every time Dragunov gets back into a corner, he really becomes this pit bull. So I can't wait to see where this takes Ilya in his uh, title defense on NXT UK. So there, those are our picks of the week on the podcast. Let's get to yours in the comments. Leo picks... Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly and the Maki Ito entrance. Admin Angelo picks Natalia versus Cora Jade from last week's NXT. Jolo picks the Wardlow lashing from MJF because it's true heel work and CM Punk doing the buckshot lariat in response to uh, Hangman Page doing yung GTS. Uh, Glendale picks Cody Rhodes on the Broken Skull Sessions. That is a great interview. I've seen that as well. Uh, Aaron picks Hangman Page versus Konosuke Takeshita. That was also really good. And CM Punk standing up for women. Uh, the t-shirt niya, syempre, di ba? Uh, that's a political statement. Roman J picks Gunta slapping Drew Gulak really hard on SmackDown. And the C- Cody versus Seth from WrestleMania Backlash, also a great match. And Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy from Dynamite last week. Uh, Jolos asking, why not a Jordan Devlin face turn? Finico, if he's on, on he's a dick. NXT he's a natural side. dick. Yeah, he's a natural dick. I don't think uh, like he has always been a dick. I think that he's too small then to be a heel forever. So I think if he goes to NXT or to the main roster and they let him talk, he he might he might turn face over there. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's nice though in real life. Like no, I, yeah, I yeah, met yeah. him on Access. Yeah, good, I mean, good guy. Do you having? I'm just saying he is a natural heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works, man. It, it does work. Uh, Julian picks the in-ring return of our friends, the PWOGs, JDL and Ken Warren, uh, as MWF Action Novella. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, the first episode's actually free on their Facebook page, so go check that out. We are still advocates of Philippine wrestling over here. And if you have the extra cash, go subscribe to MWF on Gang. Yeah, uh, it's only $10, which is around 500 pesos. And uh, that gives you a whole bunch of shows, 
which are only half an hour each. So, sobrang daling panoorin, ba? I'm sure you know. You've seen the shows. And yep. they don't take up too much of your time. Not like uh, shows from before where uh, you would have to, you know, really segment your entire, you know, spare your entire day just to, uh, just to watch them, ba? Yeah, and uh, good luck to you mga perform at Republica on June 5. I'm really excited. I actually plan to go hit up that show. So if you guys in the comments uh, plan to hit up Republica as well, then hopefully we get to see each other. And I'll probably be wearing my Wrestling Wrestling Podcast face mask, just so you know, <laughs> I'm uh, less anonymous over there. All right, so there, that's going to do it for us on the podcast. Ro, any articles on multi-sport you want them to check out this week? Yeah, I have a new article about how you should act in the gym, uh, be a better person in the gym, care of the videos of TikTok creator Joey Swole. So if you've been on TikTok, if you've been on fitness gym TikTok, you might have seen his videos telling people how to act right. So Yon, go go read it, multisport.ph. It's right there at the very top. Uh, go subscribe. Go, go follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. And uh, I know content has been really slow. I've been uh, taking it easy because I didn't want to blow my entire load on it and just end up being tired. So uh, just just follow us and keep asking questions because I like answering good questions from you guys. All right. Um, as for me, go check out Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart Season 2 on Chinoy TV that's airing on CNN Philippines Sundays at 8pm. So I'm back for Season 2. Uh, they also released yung episodes online. So it's on demand on their Facebook page and YouTube. Just look for Chinoy TV. You can find them over there. And on deck with Stan, see new episode out. Um, I tried to process yung grief natin post May 9 uh, with the ball in the box analogy, which is my favorite um, analogy that helps explain grief. So go check that out if you want someone to talk to about, you know, the shitstorm we find ourselves in. I just wanted to promote this on behalf of our friends at MWF. Uh, just go to the website, www.manilarrestling.com. I think all it's a link tree and all the links are there. Uh, you can get to the gank from there, get to the Facebook from there, I think. And that's how you can easily watch the local content. Because if you've been missing local wrestling, Philippine wrestling, this is it. This is how you can watch it. All right, so there. Uh, of course, individually, we are at Rowis War, at underscore Stan C, at China Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan. So go fo- uh, follow us over there, hit us up. And thank you to Babyface producer Gel at the controls and everybody behind the scenes at Podcast Network Asia for all of the work that they do. Thank you to everybody on Kumu on Facebook for watching, everybody on Spotify for following the podcast as well. Stay safe. Keep your masks on, get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. And sabi nga ni Leo, we will get through this one day at a time. All right? On behalf of Bro Moran, my name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.